Welcome everybody to your second favorite day of the week. I'm Anthony Irwin. Day of the second favorite day of the work week, right? Yes. Favorite day of the week is Friday. Saturday's the the second best, but like close. It's in the running. And then wait, you, Friday is your you like Fridays better than Saturdays? Yeah, I do. Huh? Yeah, because like generally speaking, my work day is is just talking to you, having a cocktail. <laughs> That's fair. Posting the 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 post and firing up, farting out thirty three hundred words or so, and then I have the rest of the day to myself. And then Saturday is a full weekend day, and then Sunday's like half a weekend day. So, so for me, I go Friday's my favorite day, mm-hmm. Saturday's my second favorite day, and then they're all tied for third. Sunday's like third, but only because I guess somebody has to come, like somebody has to collect the bronze. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, Thursday is Thursday's a good day. Thursday's 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 decent. Uh, this Thursday, to tell you what kind of week I have had, you uh, pointed out that I am I am drinking water. I am drinking sparkling yeah. water. So yeah. that can tell you what kind of Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday I yeah. have had. But... You, you sat down and you had this big glass of clear stuff, and I was like, mm-hmm. either you are in a terrible mood, or <laughs> You're like hurting, and so yeah. I mean, I don't get hangovers. Turns out it's the, um, the latter. Yeah, I don't. I don't get hangovers, but um, I'm. 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 It's a little sluggish. It's been a little. It's been a sluggish morning. And Sounds like a hangover. It's been a little sluggish morning. I don't get headaches, and I don't have any of that sensitivity to light stuff. And mm-hmm. I'm just a little sluggish. So no Hennessy today. Uh, all right. So today on the show, we are going to discuss uh the the LeBron James extension. My hangover. That has not, yeah. Why Aaron is actually describing a hangover. Um, <laughs> I've so, literally never had a hangover. Well, at least the way people describe hangovers. I have never had one of those. Are you one of those people who can't puke? Uh, cannot? Yeah, like has not or cannot. Oh, um, I, have, I have thrown up twice in my life. That is wild. All right, so. And none of them have been the the last one was probably 2008, maybe <laughs> somewhere in there. Um, yeah, you're a lucky one because you know my my. But doesn't that make you home. feel better, right? Doesn't don't people that do get hangovers claim that it makes you feel better? I it's been a long time since I threw it because of a hangover. It's been a really really long time. But like just generally speaking, I'm not one of those people who feel better after I like if I if I throw up, I'm down for the day. That's it. You're just, I'm just you're, yeah. Well, because essentially your body is saying, "Hey, that stuff that you put in me, <laughs> you're just it's getting out. Everything. It's yes. the fastest way that it could possibly get out." So it's just like that's me listening to my body there mm-hmm. and saying, "Yeah." In I ways think, that you didn't. That I did. I did stupid things yesterday. To, yeah, 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 I did stupid things yesterday. Last night, I just gotta, you know, listen up and and go to bed. No. uh no, this is, this is a shout out to my brother. Not that he has done this, but he is where I heard this term. Um, and it, it generally dog. just goes to Vegas. It's, it seems like it's always Vegas where this comes up, but no, no puke and rally for you. No, no. I, well, it depends if I'm like, <laughs> no, well, um, <laughs> if I'm like, so if I'm with friends in a Vegas, Vegas setting 
And I, especially now that I moved away, if I don't see my like, friends in a long time, mm-hmm. and again, like I, it's been a long time since I've, I've drank enough alcohol to feel like I have to do that. But um, like if I was in that setting and I felt that kind of sick, I would try to, to, to puke and rally. But I would, but for the most part, I would do like Zofran is a big part of the, uh, of the equation there. Wait, what? Zofran is like, it's a, it's a, um, prescription drug that helps with nausea so oh i usually take that you know and allow that to take its effect and then from there it's a, a you know a bloody mary or or a tequila sunrise just something to kind of knock the cobwebs off and yeah, yeah there you go depending on how i feel after that then i'll decide like all right oh. you know did that did that sit well do oh. i need a nap because usually the last step of that process is all right i need a nap now oh if it's a nap you're done no, because I no, actually I feel better. I'm a very good napper. You can ask Jen this. I'm a very good napper. Um I yeah, so if I, you know, the last step of that equation, so I'll I'll take the Zofran, eat something with with a cocktail or a mimosa, and then if if I'm gonna really try to knock this out and feel legitimately better, like a hundred percent, then I'll take a, a 20, 30 minute nap. I'll hmm. I'll just kind of close my eyes for a little bit, wake up take a shower, head back down to the casino and, and feel significantly better. But if I can't do that, then, then it's, you know, <laughs> done for. Well, for it's, it's, it's like it, the day can go in one of two ways. Like I can slowly, but surely, you know, Michael Jordan flu game myself into productivity go. or it's just not going to happen that day. And I just tell everybody that I'm with, Apologies, everybody. I'll see you tonight. <laughs> and then the Michael be... Jordan food poisoning game. Yeah. Allegedly. Well, I mean, it's the same symptoms. Allegedly. Yeah. Look, we're talking about hangovers, right? I Theor- thought Michael Theor- Jordan was an apt comparison. Theoretically. Um, he ate the whole pizza, Aaron. Uh, sure he did. <laughs> um, <laughs> Nobody ate a slice of it. I am I am wondering why, you know, I see there was going to be a segue here, but I'm mm-hmm. wondering why you have a, um, why you know uh, prescription strength nausea medication and then we were going to start talking about <laughs> basketball but... yeah i was going to say like did you watch last year <laughs> <laughs> i've never heard of I, I didn't know there was such a thing is that like yeah. what you take uh so you don't get motion sickness kind of thing are you yeah, going to essentially boat? you know yeah, it okay. just kind of right. calms down everything um okay. drama dramamine is the one that you're talking about that's yeah yeah, the, yeah yeah right yeah yeah that's the over-the-counter stuff that you take like on the boat or whatever but yeah. uh, but the dramamine like makes you drowsy zofran doesn't make you as drowsy i don't feel like but so. wouldn't that be helpful well it depends like so if, I'm, if watch, i'm if i'm if i don't if i don't want to take a nap movies? so you don't want to watch lakers games i hate drowsy i hate drowsy drugs like i hate like uh medicine like i hate drowsy medicine i just finished talking about alcohol but um i hate like the nyquil sleeping pills all that stuff uh dramamine i hate feeling like i'm not in control of when i'm going to bed that is not that is not something that that sits well with me because i know i have an addictive uh, personality and if I find something that helps me sleep, given that like I have insomnia in my past and it's something yes. that still pops up every so often, yep. I know one zillion percent I'm getting addicted to those things. So I just, I just stay away. I'm good. I'll let I'll let the other people who are who are who are keeping those uh, lights on with those companies uh, continue to do so, and I will sit this one out. This has been a uh, <laughs> different 
hook than normal. <laughs> we, we, this has been a little this has been a little different than normal. It's yeah. You know, every so often, it's we can we can help people out with with the medicine. Yeah, a little therapy with, session. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. All right. I guess we should segue over to the things that we are actually going to talk about. We are recording this on August fourth. It is one o'clock my time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Lakers can have already probably already have offered an extension to LeBron. I would imagine they they hit him up and said, "Hey man, what do you what are you doing? Are you up?" They said, "Yeah, the, well, they're sending the you up <laughs> extension text last night at midnight." You LeBron, up? you up? Yeah. Uh, so I, I would imagine LeBron has that offer sitting on the table for him. I would also imagine that LeBron uh, was not particularly interested in signing the extension right now. He I, I was in I was curious if you Aaron listened to the show that I did with George Sedano earlier in the week. I did. Um and the framing of it that I would offer up for those of you who didn't, if you did, I, I hope you do. George was great. He's always great. Legitimately a nice human being. Um but the framing of the situation as George and I presented it is that, you know, when LeBron came to the Lakers, he signed a four year contract that didn't have outs in it. Uh something he has not done for you know, on very many other occasions. That mm-hmm. is not how he did business in Cleveland. Something we're going to talk about here in a second, but uh, or, or sent, Miami uh, or or Miami. But he uh, here in with the Lakers essentially said, "Look, you're the Lakers. You've done a ton of winning. I'm going to entrust you with the back end of my career, the 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 final couple couple chapters of my career. Here's four years of me without the." Uh, without the looming shadow of mm-hmm. an opt-out or mm-hmm. an uh, ETO or anything, like early termination or anything like that um, as a result or not as a result. But the next step was the Lakers had an opportunity at the deadline to make a move that I think LeBron wanted them to make to continue to try to win a championship last year. He, they did not. They opted instead to keep that sad, depressing roster together and – just tread water through the remainder of the season and uh and head into the offseason with a few more assets and and you know hopefully an opportunity to legitimately fix the wrongs of last offseason lebron didn't like that you know said he praised less need his kind of guy for the t-shirt that he wore that said fuck them picks uh he called sam presti a very good uh gm also Sam Presti, not of the fuck them picks variety, which was kind of odd. Uh, but he just, you know, in a very LeBron James way, passive aggressively threw some shade. And yeah, at the all-star break last year, yeah. at the all-star break. And, you know, over the, the course of the year said things like this was not a good roster. They don't have enough and, and so on and so forth. The Lakers now find themselves in a spot where LeBron does have this decision looming over them. Um, and this time, it seems from the outside looking in that he is not going to give them that uh, they, they're going to have to earn it. They're going to have to re-earn that trust. They are going to have to show him that they can put together a winning roster before he signs that dotted line. If he signs that dotted line, something you and I both believe he's eventually going to do, yes. but not until the Lakers show what they can do. So. Uh, again, this is August 4th. This is the first day he can technically sign that thing. Aaron, how long am I going to be sitting here waiting? Also, my daughter's birthday is tomorrow. So if, uh, LeBron and the Lakers, if y'all wouldn't mind just holding off until, until the weekend is behind us. 
to do anything. I would really appreciate that. So it's kind of a, it's not strange, but it is, let me be careful here. It is widely assumed. And by the way, just not like, not just internally Lakers. Like everybody thinks he's signing. He does. Resigning. Resigning. Yes. Or, or yes. signing the extension. Yeah. Signing the extension. Yes. Um, the the question is, at two years is the, because of his age, two years is the longest he can sign. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the question is. The post-38 rule, for those of you who aren't, you know, who care about the ins and outs of the CBA. Correct. Um, so the question is, is that going to be one year, two years, one plus one? Um, is he going to try to line it up with Bronny theoretically coming to the NBA. Um, all of that is like, you're right. LeBron could theoretically exert pressure saying, I'm not signing it until I like the direction more. But I don't think anybody thinks he's going anywhere. So it's kind of like technically, yes, you do. He does have some leverage, right? Um, but I don't, it's not like before, or it's not like times before where the threat of him leaving was, was real. Yes. Today is the first day he can sign it. So it feels kind of noteworthy that he hasn't yet and why we're talking about it, but I, no one thinks he's going anywhere. The, the, I do think there is a legitimate question about, you know, is he going to have an opt out for two years? Is he going to sign one year, two years, one plus one. I think that is probably the most likely, but like you, you have said this. In fact, LeBron, I think he's the best player ever. I think he's the greatest, the best, all of that. Um, but he's not named not, Alex Caruso, not named. Well, yes, not mm-hmm. that is the ghost. You just got to be clear. Look, yeah, man, right. I care about the truth. So, but as you have said, LeBron as a GM, not so much. Mm-hmm. Not so great. And the the pressure that he has exerted on on uh, the franchises previously, um, it has not been to their benefit. You know, like the moves that LeBron wants haven't been great. Um, and so and the the place that he puts teams in franchises in because he has that pressure to do everything now immediately, immediately. We have to win right this second also haven't been good long-term. I mean, Cleveland's been a disaster until last year, every, for the last 30 years when LeBron hasn't been there. Miami was in a rough spot when he left also, because you keep having to turn the roster over and make these moves to win now and trade the future away. And it leaves you in a rough spot that didn't happen. As you mentioned last year with the Lakers. So I, it's kind of like a fascinating thing. Yes. LeBron does. He could exert some pressure. How much, would that change things? You mentioned it didn't do anything last year. And is that best for the organization? And does anybody actually believe he's going to leave? No, I don't think anybody actually believes that. So it is kind of like an interesting dance. Yes, today is the first day, but he can sign it all the way up through June 30th. So it is interesting, but no one thinks he's going anywhere. Nobody thinks he's going anywhere until he does, right? That's that's fair. That is fair. And and so it's been interesting, and I mentioned this on the spaces we did a couple weeks ago, but it's been interesting in my mentions. There's always like one or two people who are saying, why are we bending over backwards for LeBron James? And uh, to which I always say, because he's LeBron James. Uh-huh. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> that is the right answer, by the way. <laughs> because he's pretty damn good at basketball. That is, and that is the right answer. The Lakers don't have any other uh, access to players of that caliber uh, as things currently stand. So There aren't players of that caliber. It's LeBron well, fucking James. Well, no, that's not true. I don't think he's the best player, player in the world anymore. Yeah. No, right. I don't think he's the best player in the world yeah. anymore. But it's, it's LeBron James. He's in that con- he's in that conversation it's though. LeBron James. And it's not like the Lakers can just go out and find somebody somebody else from that conversation. So, yeah, for those of you who wonder or say, I don't know if I want to take up a bunch of cap space for a 38 or a 4-year 40-year-old. Excuse me? This dude just was just good enough to lead the league in scoring. What are you talking? This isn't post Achilles Kobe. This isn't like <laughs> I look, I don't think LeBron is the best player in the world anymore. I for me, I think Giannis is the best player in the world. However, mm-hmm. and I'm not Caruso sure. and Alex yeah. Caruso. Yeah, I yeah. mean, with separate category. We've already established. This. Okay, cool. Um, yes, I think Giannis is the best non-Caruso player in the world. Um, but I'm not sure that anybody like can get to peak level LeBron. He can't do it all the time anymore. But LeBron at his absolute peak that peak might be the best in the world that that peak is that peak is a scary scary place for 29 other teams so yes can we stop the nonsense like why does lebron why is he gonna get the contract why does he have a voice in these because he's lebron and he's still that guy well the voice aspect of this is interesting though and we got this report from jake fisher and Look, the podcast is called Don't Aggregate This, so apologies, mm-hmm. Jake. I am going to do the opposite of what you tell us not to do. Uh, quote, of course, Cleveland would be open to a LeBron return, but it does seem like the uh, Cavaliers made it very clear. I don't know how they did because these things are sensitive and delicate, but the word I got was very clear, and I'm sure if I heard it, the same thing was communicated to the necessary people through the appropriate channels that Cleveland was only open to that on a situation, that being LeBron uh, going to Cleveland, that made sense for everyone, where they'd be adding to LeBron as a piece into this rebuild, not handing the keys over to the franchise as they have done in the past. Um, You combine that with the fact that there is this reported uh, reluctance from the Lakers to add that second first-round pick. We have seen the Brooklyn Nets tell Kevin Durant, essentially through their actions, that they are not just going to send him to Phoenix willy-nilly or send him to Miami willy-nilly uh, for anything that, that that it takes to make that happen. Mm-hmm. They have told Kyrie Irving that, no, you are not going to get your full four-year max from us as an extension because of the way that you did business over the course of last year and, frankly, the year before. Uh, the Philadelphia 76ers told Ben Simmons, you, you know what, you want this trade? Well, again, we are not just going to trade you. We are hoping to get something in return for you, even if it means sending you home or you staying at home on your own accord. Uh, This has been interesting over the last year or so to see. I don't know if I'd go so far as to say that the pendulum is now swinging back in the other direction, but I do think at the very least that that pendulum that was swinging in the direction of player slash superstar empowerment is at least slowing down, right? If it hasn't... if it if it hasn't outright reached its final you know the the final length that it's going to go in in the one direction and is now starting to swing back, I'm not even positive what swinging back would even look like. Like well, that's what 
that's what this, we're going to find out during these CBA negotiations. But, yep. but for right now, it's interesting. The trend right now is that for all of these guys who are trying to strong, strong arm franchises into doing things that are not, uh, that do not keep the franchise in the high, the, the top spot in terms of priorities, those guys are running up against a little bit more uh, resistance than they were in the past. This is, yeah. this is really interesting. Same with, with Aiden. Uh, <laughs> yes. Right. They were like, well, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They called it bluff. I'm, I'm, I'm leaving. Yeah. Go ahead, man. Go, fly, yeah. go find a contract somewhere else. Go ahead. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. There has been pushback. And I think the CBA part is uh, going to be very interesting. Um, what do teams do other than not cave into demands? Um, I mean, in the Ben Simmons case, there you, you take you take a bunch of money. Kyrie also, you take you take a bunch of their money, and you have to go through arbitration and and you know figure out all that ends up. Um, but you started with LeBron and Cleveland, and my response to that is nonsense, nonsense. Okay, uh, they uh, they they said that uh, was it was it Garland? I think it was um, at All Star Weekend. Also, you know, talking about a possible reunion. Mm-hmm. Um, and he basically said the same thing, you know, like, oh, we would welcome him back, but he would be adding to us, not, you know, not yeah. changing anything. Okay, nonsense. It's, it's a LeBron lot easier James. to say right now. It's LeBron James and it's Cleveland. Yeah. Cleveland will do anything possible within the rules, of course, to get yeah. LeBron. If They're not going full Miami Dolphin? If he becomes a free Can we agent. talk about that? Can we? Yes, yes. Can we talk about the Miami Dolphins thing? Sure. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> there we just talked about it. That's all right. right all right moving on yeah. like, all right that is, that is the right answer yeah there you but go like, that, that right. is the explanation how is tom brady not in trouble for clearly going outside the 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 the, the uh lines of the type of conversations he can have with these other teams yeah. how is how does freaking stephen ross still have his team after like the NFL basically said that they weren't tanking because Steven Ross is a jokester. But clearly, Brian Flores, who is now suing the Miami Dolphins, felt as if he was being strong-armed into losing games. And by the yeah. way, he it's lost cold. his job after he didn't lose enough games. Didn't they try to give him contract bonuses for losses? 100K! Yeah, 100K for, for loss! Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, um, no, Ross was just kidding. Yeah, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, so let's say that Cleveland will not do, um, will will not do anything to that level, but uh, nonsense. They will do anything it takes to get LeBron if he becomes a free agent. Do I think they're going to, the Lakers aren't trading LeBron, but do I think the, the Cleveland would trade all of their guys for LeBron? Probably. It's LeBron, like the same conversation we're having with about the Lakers. It's LeBron. And Cleveland has been wandering, as I mentioned earlier, has wandered in the wilderness for 30 years other than when LeBron hasn't been there. So, yeah, no, I'm not buying it. I Jake is a really good reporter, so I believe that he has heard that. I believe Cleveland perhaps is is putting that out into the ether. I believe that. Nonsense. I don't I don't buy it. Yeah, the, it's the time it's they do not bring LeBron James back with open arms, doing whatever it takes to Cleveland, fucking Ohio. I'll yeah. believe it when I see it. But again, and and Twitter isn't a real place, so you never know. 
But it's really interesting, again, to see from Cleveland's corner, like Cleveland's fan base, a lot of people saying like, well, you know, we've seen how it went in L.A. I don't want to trade for Russell Westbrook, <laughs> you know. And, and it, it's the kind of thing. So what's funny, I'm going to take you guys back a Ooh. little bit. This was back when I was at Locked On Lakers. And Harrison and I had this conversation when it looked like LeBron could potentially be coming. And I remember having a conversation with, with Harrison and, and at that time saying to him, Hey, um, if it costs every single young player that the Lakers currently have to have LeBron or, you know, to convince him to come and keep LeBron in LA, are you okay with that? Like, are you ready for that? Because that's what it, that's what's happened. Every other place LeBron has been in since his rookie contract. Is it eventually all your young stuff, all those exciting little young pieces that you enjoy watching. You're talking, but, you're talking about the Randall and Lonzo and those. Yeah, well, group, like like the eye. Yeah. Remember when he went to Miami, they were devoid of players. They had they had Mario Correct. Chalmers and Dwayne Wade on their books, right? And Correct. then and then eventually they built that. It's not like they built the rest of that roster through the draft either. They they no. went out and got they got Mike Miller and Ray yeah Allen. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah James Jones all those guys and then. Mm-hmm. Uh, at Cleveland, right? When he went back to Cleveland from Miami, you know, they had, remember Andrew Wiggins was, was drafted by Cleveland. Like he was, he was, he was, he was, he was, he was, it was, it was LeBron, like did a whole thing about left how him out of his, was, yeah. yeah, left him like, out hey, of his like description of how excited yeah. he was to go yeah. play in Cleveland. You're going to be up out of here, brother. Yeah. And, and, and lo and behold, Wiggins winds up in Minnesota. LeBron brings in Kevin Love. Mm-hmm. And, and then, so, you know, for those of the for those Cavaliers fans out there who enjoyed last year's team, probably enjoy the process of watching those young guys grow. Mm-hmm. There's a chance that if LeBron shows up there, all those guys are gone all over again. Yeah, I mean, I <laughs> there's think a the, chance. Uh, I don't. I think those guys are probably at a point in their careers where LeBron would be more open to keeping them around. They've had enough success, right? Gar, uh, Garland is an actual All Star, yeah, and there, yeah. and uh, and Mobley was a should have been the rookie of the year in my opinion he was right there yeah um and so like there are guys there that i think lebron could probably convince himself that all right let's see how these guys do but famously ali clifton who i'm not you know came came to uh spectrum at mm-hmm. the same time that lebron came to the lakers mm-hmm. they were there at media day and lebron said uh, uh you know after he did his scrum with all of the reporters out there he goes and he does his little thing with uh Geeter and James and Allie and I don't know if there's one more person there but it was at least those three and Geeter asked him hey you know we got some really cool stuff cooking here we got Lonzo we got Randall we got Kuz we got like and, and he just starts and and LeBron is kind of like nodding along he's like you know one thing that that you know I've been really working on at this stage of my career this stage of my life has been my patience and Allie legit laughs in his face <laughs> like yeah straight up laugh. well, no, LeBron, come on that's not to what be, you're here for. Fair, you're not here to play with lonzo you're not here to play with the like you came here so that you could you part of the it was a partnership that you were going to work with and they're going to put you in a position to win a championship flat out whatever that was going to cost and eventually it cost all the young guys 
Kinnard also did win a championship. But it to did. just it to did. just give background, yes, you you mentioned that Ali came to Spectrum, but she covered him uh, yeah, in, in Cleveland from, also. From Cleveland. So she that's why yeah uh, she she is that's Ali's great. I thought that was my favorite my it favorite was, yeah, moment in media that uh, year was her just like it was funny. Come yeah, on. I don't again I don't buy it with 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 Cleveland. Yeah. If LeBron were to do, I'd like whatever it takes, they'll do because it's LeBron. It's him going back again, all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that is kind of the deal when, and, and we, we've talked about this, even not specifically about the Lakers, but when you have this many, you can call them stars or superstars, but when you have these that, three contracts, Max contracts whether, yeah. whether the players are that are good enough or not to be called stars, doesn't matter. When you have that many co- max contracts, that's what it's going to look like. You have some kids, hopefully, because you drafted them and they're cheap. But other than that, it's what the Lakers have done this year and last offseason, right? You get your mid-level exception, taxpayer or non. And if you're paying that three max guys, it's going to be a taxpayer mid-level. And then everything else is minimums. Mm-hmm. And you're just turning them over. You're trying to find the right ones. The problem Unless... becomes you can't, you can't keep them if they pop. Like Malik Monk, right? The Lakers would love to have Malik Monk back, but he can go get more money. Or Otto Porter Jr. with the, with the Warriors. When these guys pop, they leave because they can go get more money elsewhere. To be to be fair, the one disclaimer I would I would offer up or the one note I would offer up to, to what you just said is that like, yeah, it usually is three max players and a bunch of men's, right? One exception and a bunch of men's. Uh, but if you drafted somebody in like the second round or late in the first, you still have their bird rights. You can still technically go above the min the, the the minimum contract so you can have more minimum con- like the lakers could have caruso and tht yep. and yep. none and walker on non-minimum contracts this year right? yes if you get guys but, yes if you have guys before you yeah. bring in all of the three but yes right. once but you that's have difficult them, yes. to do too like Correct. especially if you get them in free agency that's why what's going on with the warriors right now is so interesting because lakeup is saying hold on i drafted these guys Yes. We develop them as an organization. If yeah. I want to, I should be able to keep this group together without paying three times the roster cost to continue to employ them. And, you know, to a certain extent, I kind of sort of agree. Like, I, I'm i somebody who enjoys watching, the, loves the Dodgers, right? R.E.P. Vince Scully. Um, and, and, like, for a while there, the, everybody always thinks of the Dodgers as, like, the Yankees West. But for a while, a lot of their talent was Kershaw, who was homegrown, Seager, who was homegrown, uh, Justin Turner, who I consider essentially homegrown because he was like, he's what would happen if if you allowed bird rights in the NBA, where they got this guy who was just kind of off of the scrap heap. They fixed some things in his swing. They fixed some stuff in his defense. And 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 he turned into essentially one of a, one of the better Dodgers in, in the history of the franchise. And and like what I enjoyed there was that that those roster teams, Cody Bellinger, um, I can go through this. Kike uh, Hernandez was somebody that they traded for super young, developed as well. They got enough of these young guys. They all popped at the same time and had the the type of resources that you have when you're the Los Angeles Dodgers and you have those mm-hmm. deep pockets. So they went out and got, you know, high-level talent as well. And I think here for, for, like, how I operate, how I would prefer to see professional sports operate, is if an owner wants to go out and spend three times more than – then another owner, they should be allowed to go out and spend three times more than Yeah, I mean, Lakeup can spend whatever he, he wants. Yeah. He is, I mean, the the purpose of the tax is that it's punitive, and so it is, but he could spend whatever he yeah. wants. Let the Warriors 
didn't keep Otto Porter Jr. and, and didn't keep GP2 because they because it it was going to cost so much. But the reason why the Warriors are such a fascinating case study is because they have those guys mm-hmm. and drafted Jordan Poole 28th, but then also were bad because of injuries combined with uh, made a really good trade and fleeced Minnesota. So they do have this like next group coming and maybe those guys are going to be replacements, but they are, they're lottery picks. So they're going to make some money. So that is a way in which you can theoretically, as you're, as you're saying, have the reinforcements and be able to spend more than the, than the, uh, the exceptions, but it doesn't happen very often.